Welcome to this podcast organized by EFRAG, European Financial Reporting Advisory Group. This podcast is about PIR, post-implementation review of IFRS 11. My name is Cécile Tevenot and together with Robert Stoyek, we will guide you through the purpose of the post-implementation review of IFRS 11. As you may know, the ISB has started a PRR review on IFRS 10 consolidated financial statements, IFRS 11 joint arrangements, and IFRS 12 disclosure of interests in other entities. Recently, AFRAG has also published a questionnaire on its website and invites all stakeholders to participate. So, Robert. You're following the post-implementation review of IFRS 11, and we look forward to hearing your uh, views on any shortcomings or improvements on this point. Could you give us an impression on what a PIR is and why is it important? Uh, hello, Cecil. Yes, yeah, certainly. Uh, the post-implementation review is important as it provides companies and investors a possibility to uh, evaluate a previously implemented standards. And the ISB collects reviews from all over the world, from all stakeholders with different backgrounds. And why it's important? Uh, because the standard setting process involves a lot of prioritizing and judgment. There is always a possibility that a certain standard or amendment does not actually work as intended. Or it may be the case that there are implementation issues which were not identified previously. Uh, it's very important that stakeholders respond to outreach requests during this PIR process or PIR review. Now, can you explain how the IFRAG identified the subjects and captures these in the questionnaire? Uh, the questionnaire we uh, see is the result of a lot of preparatory work by both the ISB and ourselves. Uh, the ISB staff uh, has held more than 20 meetings, uh, either in person or through conference calls with stakeholders. Uh, that includes preparers, auditors, investors, standard setters, uh, and of course the regulators. This includes meetings with the IVRS Interpretations Committee and other consultative bodies. These meetings took place between uh, September uh, until December 2019. And then FRAC. The post-implementation review was discussed uh, in our working groups, uh, which are composed of preparers, users, auditors, academics and national standard setters from all over the Europe. This included the meetings of the EFRAG board, EFRAG tag, and CFSS, which is the consultative forum of standard setters. Also, the regulators are observers to these meetings. And uh, our meetings took place during 2020. So the issues that arise over the past years with IFRS 11, and uh, I believe similarly uh, with IFRS 10 and uh, IFRS 12, have been reported to us and uh, they found their way into this questionnaire. So, uh, we are pretty sure to have already a solid starting basis that covers many industries and European jurisdictions. And when uh, responding to the questionnaire, constituents can help us in documenting the frequency of the issues and inform us about any other issues that may still be not recognized. Okay, 
So extensive discussions have already taken place with stakeholders. I can imagine that IFRS 11 probably has different challenges from preparers and users' perspectives. Can you elaborate on the challenges that stakeholders might have in using IFRS 11 and how that is addressed in the EFRAC questionnaire? Uh, sure. The key aspect of IFRS 11 is to identify joint arrangements and determine whether an arrangement is a joint operation or a joint venture. For this, the rights and obligation from legal and contractual arrangements needs to be considered. Basically, where parties have rights to the assets and obligation for the liabilities, the arrangement is considered a joint operation. And where parties have rights to the net assets of the arrangement, it's considered to be a joint venture. Furthermore, it's similar to IFRS 10. The joint control assessment involves identification of relevant activities and the assessment whether the power over the relevant activities exists. This assessment can require the significant judgment. Several potential issues have been identified relating to IFRS 11. I will highlight only a few of them uh, of the concerns from stakeholders uh, to give you an idea. One of the issues relates to so-called collaboration arrangements. These are arrangements that are similar to joint arrangements uh, with two or more parties managing the activities together, but they do not satisfy the criteria of joint control. Sometimes they are also referred to as risk-sharing arrangements. Currently, IFRS standards do not provide any guidance or, or disclosure requirements regarding such uh, arrangements. So it's very important to understand uh, the prevalence of use of such uh, arrangements and uh, how companies develop their accounting policies. Another concern was related to the withdrawal of ISF-1. It's the old standard, the older standard, and it's called interest in joint ventures. It resulted in the removal of the option to proportionally consolidate joint operations. EFRAC wants to understand whether companies still use proportional consolidation in their proforma reports and the eventual reasons to do so. To recap, the requirements of IFRS 11 uh, need to lead to useful information and be practical to apply. Uh, we need, therefore, to consider the balance between the costs for preparers and the benefits for users. Preparers might invest uh, a significant amount of time uh, in assessing whether joint control exists and how to classify it as a joint operation or, or, or maybe as a joint venture, uh, while the conclusion could be different between the entities. This could lead to information being not comparable. If preparers encounter difficulties with the joint control assessment or with the classification as joint operation or joint venture because it involves difficult judgment or it requires excessive cost, this is the moment for them to express their views so EFRA can collect the views received and forward them to the ISB for the consideration in the PIA process and further steps. So it was very interesting um, to receive feedback from the preparers and to understand what practical and conceptual issues they have with IFRS 11. What about the input that you expect from users? I guess they would have strong views relating to the usefulness and effectiveness of the requirements in IFRS 11. 
yes, uh, the input from user and of course from all other stakeholders is welcome. Uh, users need to be able to understand the risk that uh, an entity is exposed to and to have insights into the total level of assets, liabilities, profit, etc. So it's important that the classification of joint arrangements are performed well. Users also need to understand how joint control assessment and classifications are performed by the preparers. Users can also express their preference and views regarding the approach relating, well, for example, to the collaboration arrangements. Users are also asked to explain whether they find the information relating to classification of joint ventures and joint operations useful. In particular, relating to the assessment where other facts and circumstances are used in classifying a joint arrangement as a joint operation when a separate vehicle is involved. The questionnaire also includes uh, open questions where users are free to express any points related to FRC 11. The aim here is to capture all the issues that users have relating to the usefulness, comparability, etc. of the information in the financial statements. Next to users, auditors and standard setters. Basically, all stakeholders are also invited to respond to the questionnaire. Every stakeholder has its own point of view and can, uh, can uh, highlight important aspects that can be beneficial to the stakeholders uh, in general. Well, thank you, Robert, for taking us through the post-implementation review of IFRS 11. I kindly remind our auditors that the questionnaire is open until 16 April 21, and you can find it on EFRAG's website, www.efrag.org. We also invite you to follow the, the dedicated pages on EFRAG website uh, for future outreach events uh, in which you may want to participate. Thank you for joining us.